Our gospel lesson begins today with the disciples admiring the holy temple and its surrounding buildings. They were beautiful. They were so enthralled by what man could do and what man could make. They said to Jesus, Look, teacher, all of the wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. Jesus took a moment, this moment of admiration, of temporal things built by men and turned it into a lesson about eternal things that have to do with God. Jesus said to them, Do you see these great buildings? They will not be left here. One stone upon another that will not be thrown down. Mankind, including you and I, We tend to find our worth in things that we do, the things that we accomplish, the things we buy, the things we build. Herod was considered one of the greatest kings, and he built the temple, his palace, which is an architectural wonder. And he did other things, all made in stone, that mark his his reign to this day. And in our time, we put our faith, a lot of times, in the wealth of the economy. If the economy is strong, then we think everything is right in the world. I have money, I have goods stored up, it looks like Social Security will at least get me through. (laughs) If the economy is weak, we tend to think we're in trouble. On a more personal level, we find our self-worth in the degrees that we earn, the grades that we get, in the cars that we drive, in the phones we use, in the money we store away, in the homes that we own, or the homes we're saving up for. But just as Jesus said, the stones of the temple, they would come down, and they did. Herod's palaces and the architectural wonders They have turned to dust with nothing left but the bases. And if our identity is wrapped up in the things of this world, guess what? Those things are coming down as well. They are not going to last. Even this building and all the renovations that we've been spending, far more than we would like to admit, But even these accomplishments have nothing to do with our identity. This building will be turned to dust just as the building that was on 100 South Chauncey. It will not stand. University Lutheran Church is the flesh and blood within the buildings and only the people will last forever. And those people, you and I, we need something more to trust in than this world that continues to crumble. The disciples were astonished that this temple that seemed to stabilize the Hebrew people, it was the center of their religion. They were surprised 
that this would one day fall. It seemed like now that Jesus is here, the Messiah, the Christ, the temple's in place, it's never going to fall again. So as Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, pay no attention that he's standing on the Mount of Olives in the picture. Just Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple. Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him, Tell us, when will these things be? When will the temple fall? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name saying, I am he. And they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. These are the beginnings of the birth pains. As Jesus looks on, he begins to paint a picture of what sounds like a bleak, dying world. He paints this picture with his words. Everyone is seeking power, even at the expense of others. Even at the expense of the unborn, as we see in this day that we live in today. There are wars and terrorist attacks, like we saw, like we saw in our recent history. And things are getting crazier. We thought it was crazy at 9-11. It just continues. Nations continue to rise against nation in search for power. And under the weight of man's sin, the earth quakes and the people starve. There is pain. There is suffering. But this is not the end. Jesus says these are but the beginnings of the birth pains. What comes after the pains of birth? New life. Jesus reminds his disciples not to be scared. Not to go running after created things for shelter in the storm. He says see that no one leads you astray. He bids them to stay, abide, continue, even as buildings crumble, even as blood is shed, even as nations rise and fall, for only He lasts forever. You see, when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, He sat down at the right hand of God. That's the place of power. And even when it doesn't look like it, he's in control. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, because of Jesus, you guys can can talk to the one who created the heavens and the earth. You can not only talk to him, guess what you're told to call him? Your father. 
And I don't know about you, but when I was a kid and on the playground, my identity was wrapped up in how cool my dad was. Now I'm talking kindergarten, preschool. But guess what? Not much has changed. And your father has the coolest job of all. He created the heavens and the earth. He made everything right when everything was wrong. And he did that by his great love shown for you on the cross of his son, Jesus. Since we have confidence, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience. And our bodies washed with pure water. I'm pointing at the baptismal font. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. It doesn't matter if there's a mob yelling, crucify him. Your father is faithful. Even if it appears that you stand alone, you stand with angels, archangels, with all the company of heaven. You are not alone. And let us consider, even as we're here together, how to, cons- how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as some in that are in the habit of doing. But we want to encourage one another all the more as we see the day drawing near. Even as the world falls, we are not afraid. We draw near to God with confidence because Jesus has washed away our sins. And no falling building, no crashing economy, no bank, not even your own bankrupt checkbook, is stronger than our God. No one or nothing can harm us, no matter how powerful they seem. Sometimes we get scared of the things outside our doors. We want to lock the doors, double check it, triple check it. It's scary outside. But the one who has placed his name upon you is bigger than anything outside those doors. And even if they take away your family, even if they take away your source of income, even if they take away your life, they have not won the day. Jesus rose from the dead. We continue, we abide in Jesus even if the world falls, even as it falls. Even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we don't fear any evil, for Thou art with us. Thou art with us in the reading and the hearing of the gospel. Thou art with us in the table of your body and blood. Thou art with us in the still waters of baptism. Thou art with us in the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. He continued with his disciples. He said, be on your guard. They will deliver you over to councils. You will be beaten in synagogues. 
and you will stand before governors for my sake to bear witness before them. And you think they'd want to say, you know what? I think I'm going to go to another church. Right? Hey, I, I hear they have a much more pleasant worship at, uh, at you know, just over here. They followed him even to their death. Jesus said the gospel must be proclaimed to all nations. And he said, and when they bring you to trial and deliver you, don't be anxious beforehand about what you are to say. But say whatever is given you in that hour, for it is not you who speaks, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father, his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. The entire world wants to shut down God. Don't take it personally. It's not you they reject. It's the one who purchased and won you. And you bear his name upon you. You represent him in the world, in your work, in your family. You're his. You're not your own. And you know what? You know, I hope, hope my son doesn't mind, but he gets nervous sometimes. And I keep telling him to put things in perspective. You know what? Even if they take your life, buddy, heaven's yours. Heaven is yours. Don't be afraid. New life is coming. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the first and the last. He alone is the one who endures to the end. Nothing we build, nothing we achieve, nothing we earn or own or even discover will endure to the end. But thanks be to God, the church, who is made into the body of the everlasting Christ. The church will endure. In him you endure to the end. And these birth pains that we see in this fallen world, they will give way to joy. They will give way to everlasting life. A woman is scared of labor. A woman loves her child. And even if they don't, your heavenly father does. It may seem hard now, especially for those of us who see the evil in this world. There are many different things in this world masquerading as light, but when examined are true darkness. We abide in God's word. So that, we, so that we don't get fooled. We abide in God's word so that when we see the truth, we do not get overwhelmed. For we know that the ruler of this world is judged, and we also know that three days later, after all sin was paid for, 
Jesus, our hope, rose from the grave. He was, he is the firstborn of all believers. In Christ we have heaven, and we are reminded today that heaven is not far away. And we are thankful that he who promises is faithful. He will return, he will take us home. This present darkness disappears. It will disappear when the light of our salvation appears. The scriptures read, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. That's you. All of creation is waiting to see you. I remember when we waited to see our little kids. The, the sonogram or whatever it's called did not do them justice. <laughs> what a day of rejoicing that will be. Now until that day, the Holy Spirit who called you by the gospel, who enlightened you with his gifts, who is sanctifying you as we speak, and who is keeping you with Jesus Christ in the one true faith, so that on the last day, when he raises you and all the dead, you will receive eternal life with all believers in Christ. Until that day, his peace guard and keep you. Amen.